Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. The number one pick in the NHL draft with the men that can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. See our team make them need to run. That's Lord Taylor! Trash, EMT for short. Wonder if we best want you people to score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you yawn and grab your coffee, rise to shot with 98.7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got Dave and Rick making plenty of picks at full 76. Well, we haven't had a football Friday in a couple of weeks, and... And here we are. Not only is it a football Friday, not only will Michael Carter II join us at 735 and we go around the league and we have the frenzy and we have plays of the week and stuff you missed. This is the last regular season football Friday until September. Good morning, Rick. How are you? Uh, Good morning, David. Well, now we're hitting the playoffs, but now we're really hitting our stride. Yeah, but I, I... I don't even joke when I say this. Now, a bit of sadness starts to set in for me. Just now? So just now, after what we've been through as as football fans, just now the sadness is setting in? Well, yeah, because I'm able to enjoy the game. See, I'll be honest with you. If the Rangers are lousy, hockey takes a huge step back for me. If the Knicks are lousy, basketball takes a huge step back for me. When the Jets and Giants are lousy... I still love football. I I love it. So the fact that this is the last regular season game makes me very, very sad. Yeah, I understand that. I I get it. But, I mean, this hasn't been been a lot of fun as fans. I mean, as fans of football, as fans of the NFL, yeah, of course. Like, I mean, your favorite weekend's coming up. My family, like everyone. Well, that's what's sad for me. Being a fan of the NFL and having that leave is what's sad for me. Not the fact that the Giants aren't going to play for nine months. No, right. So let's let's I mean let's separate the two because I'm sad too. Like I love I love having you know the opportunity every. I mean it seems like it's every day now, but like what am I gonna have for Sunday football? I'm gonna have pizza? Not like yeah, we'll miss all that stuff. But as far as our football teams are concerned, I'm ready for it to be over. So you 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 have ze- there's zero juice for you this weekend. Zero. Ah, uh, there's some juice. I'm gonna watch. I mean, there's always juice. Well, I know you're gonna, gonna watch the Patriots. You're you're gonna no, actively I'm in that, root for I'm New in England. That, no, because I'm in that crappy, that crappy spot. Just like you're in that crappy spot, and I'm sure people are calling yeah, you're a fraud fan because you. I don't want them to win. I don't. If it means that the Patriots get a better pick, they get a top two pick, get their choice for quarter. I don't want that. I want to get the better pick. I don't want to miss out on the tackle. I don't want to win. I don't care. Yeah, and and the Jets winning could do real damage. I mean, you could go from where, where are the Jets now? Let me bring up my tankathon. I love my tankathon. Let's go to your favorites. It's got to be on one of your favorites. I love Tankathon. I wish I would have been. Uh, you know what the amazing thing about this website is, too? Let's give them some love for a second. The games end, you refresh, it's immediately. They must have like a team of people. 
that it's are just a team of, team of tankers. Yeah, a team of tankers. Um, so the Jets right now are eight. They're six and ten. If the Jets win, you could tie Atlanta, Chicago, Vegas, and I got news for you. You know who has the better strength of schedule of all those teams? The Jets. Which means you could, in theory, go from eight to, I don't know, 11, even 12. You don't want that. No, I absolutely don't want that. No, that's what I'm saying. Would it be nice? I mean, if this is Bill Belichick's final game as the New England Patriots head coach, we could end the streak of 15 straight losses and send Bill into wherever the hell he goes on a loss. Yeah, would be good in the moment, but that doesn't help me in what I'm really trying to accomplish, which is trying to win a Super Bowl over the next two seasons. This isn't like I got a long runway here. No, you have a <laughs> short runway. Yes. Very short runway. Like, you, you, you bet your wheels better hit right at the beginning of the runway because you could skid right into the water. <laughs> you got to put this thing right down. Um, so, so here's what you want, I think, and, and this is what I want as well. I want exactly what the Giants did last week. That's what I want for both teams. For both teams. Is to compete, to be close, to get to the end of the game. So, you know, we played a pretty good game and just field goal kicker missed it. Maybe Zerloin misses a kick at the buzzer. That'd be fine. I guess. Yeah, I mean, how it happens, as long as it's not embarrassing. I mean, that's the biggest thing for me. Well, but you've, you've, like, you've been there. Just, yeah, a, a lot, unfortunately. Right. You've been there. And, and the one thing, the difference I see in the Jets and the Giants finishing the season is, and we'll get into the Giants and the coaching staff and the you know difference of uh, of the future and what they might be, but at least you say whatever you want about the Giants, and I've killed them this year, and they've been uh, awful. They're fighting to the very end of the season. Right, I get it. But I, I think you also have to recognize how much different how much different each experience would be for whatever the player you're talking about from each team is. Like, if you're talking about the defensive players on the, the Jets side of this as opposed to the defensive players on the Giants side of this, and I, listen, I don't disagree with you. The first half against, the first half against Cleveland was, was, was embarrassing. Awful. It was embarrassing. Yeah, but also understand, I mean, you, you're a team that came off a, a road playoff win. Like, my, my, my team is living the exact same nightmare they lived last year. After starting the season with Aaron Rodgers running out of the tunnel with the American flag, hoping to try to win a Super Bowl. Like, I can't imagine that would be real easy to deal with for a second straight year. Well, I'm sure none of it's easy. But so I'm not using it as an excuse because, I mean, listen, you get paid to show up and play, but I can imagine that there's probably a little bit more frustration on that side as opposed to the Giants coming off a playoff win. Right. But both teams are, are playing second and third string quarterback or fourth string quarterbacks, whatever, you know, whatever you want to consider it. Both teams have had their, their starting quarterback go down for the year pretty early on in the season, and both teams have been on the verge of completely being the laughing stock in the NFL. And the Jets down the stretch have – it looks – now, maybe I'm wrong. It looks like they don't want to be out there on the field. Um, the first half against Cleveland looked like uh, – Well, think about we last three games, set. right? Miami was a disaster. Miami was no good. The offensive line, though. The offensive line was an atrocity. Agreed. Washington's second half was was disgraceful, and the defense was bad, and Cleveland first half was as bad as it possibly gets. Yeah, I would say most concerning so far for me, those three games that you listed were just how non-competitive the offensive line was in Miami. And then, of course, it had to be Joe frickin' Flacco in the first half that goes for almost 300, and they got the stupid video of him like look like he's taking a nap on the sideline. Like, guy guy called you, hey, you interested? No, we're all set. 
and then you have a streak of, I think it was, what, 33 straight games where you hadn't allowed a guy to throw for 300 yards, and, of course, it's Joe Flacco who does it, and he does it almost in the first half. Come on, man. So that's just, it's not. I don't I hear you. No, I just don't know, because I, I know none of this is going to carry. Like, I know none of this is going to to change how I feel about this team moving forward into the offseason. Like, I'm still going to be just as excited. I'll be even more excited if, you know, after the moves that we make, who we draft, like, I'm going to, because I have to be. Because the hope, I, I have to believe that this team can win a Super Bowl. Otherwise, what am I doing? Like, why am I a fan then? Because that's going to have to be the expectation. Because in order for this to be a success, this whole Aaron Rodgers right now feels like a debacle, is they have to be a team that can can potentially win a Super Bowl. I just don't see how that happens. I mean, I, 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 under, I love the optimism. I do. I just I feel like you're unrealistic. You're going to go into next season. Now, we don't know what the offseason brings, but you're really going to go into next season with the thought of we're going to win a Super Bowl? Well, what's my choice? I, I don't know. I mean, go into next season hoping to make the postseason, and then as the season progresses, get more and more excited. Yeah, well, listen, I mean, I haven't seen, you haven't seen, no one's seen what's going to happen this offseason. I mean, I think everyone's having a hard time trusting that Joe Douglas is going to figure out the offensive line because he hasn't yet. Well, how, how do you do that, too? Would you, would you say the offensive line is brutal right now? Brutal, yeah. Okay, so how do you go from having a brutal offensive line to putting together a really good offensive line in one offseason when you've had four years and you haven't done that at all? I I can't answer that question. I don't know. Right. I mean, hopefully he gets lucky. Hopefully AVT stays healthy. Right? I mean, that's been a big part of it, too. Hasn't said he hasn't been healthy for two seasons. I mean, he got a lot to do, a lot of work to do. But the, 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 the intended goal when they went out and did whatever it took to get Aaron Rodgers was, we have to be a Super Bowl caliber team. And this year they're not. Aaron played four plays. And the quarterback position's been a mess. But we have two years now, hopefully. To try to to try to get there, like do I am I am I telling you do I think that this this next season they're going to win a Super Bowl? No, probably not. But we gotta we gotta feel like we're getting close. Yeah, I I get it. I just I hate for you to go in with these expectations that are unrealistic, and I and I, I don't know that you will. I, I don't know. I'm I'm interested to see this off season for the Jets. This is some a whopper of an off season. Yeah, but I mean it doesn't matter. It could take me out of this. What are the expectations for the Jets going to be next season? Yeah, but I think they might may be unrealistic. If you're going to well, go into, next I think season, they were probably unrealistic this season too. But that's, I agree with that. That's why you do it. Like you have, like otherwise, I mean, we spent how many how many days this week talking about it? Like you going off about how much you know, how much control Aaron Rodgers has of this this organization? That's because they that's because the people inside that building feel like with that defense and him at quarterback, with some of the offensive pieces that we have, the ones that we'll add that they have a, a real chance to win a Super Bowl. Well, I, I would love that to be the case. I would love for the Jets to be competitive to the point that we're talking about them well into January next year. Because watching two local teams, I mean, I, I don't know the exact number. You might even know it. I think of the 32 NFL teams right now, like only eight are eliminated, something like that. Like most teams have a chance to get into the postseason, even if it's a very small chance. And two of the eight or nine or ten or whatever the number is are our teams. Yeah, we're done. It's a wrap for us. I don't want that. I want. I want to talk about the locals well into January, but it's been a train wreck of a season. Yeah, but the bright side for you is that you actually feel like you 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 can you can definitively say that you believe in Joe Shane 
and you believe in Brian Dable. I don't think everyone feels that way, but you feel that way. Well, I don't, I'll tell you what, and it's a, it's a good point that you make. I don't know that, that Wing Martindale and Mike Kafka feel that way. No, I mean, listen, I, your offense offense hasn't been great. I mean, even earlier in the season, it was uh, there was a real groundswell to get Brian Dable more involved with the play calling because it just wasn't good. But I think Wink would be the biggest It would be a huge loss. loss. Yeah. I mean, the, the defense, even with injuries and losing guys and all sorts of stuff, is pretty good. I mean, it started the season, and you were questioning what the hell was going on, but it's gotten better as the season has gone along. You've seen progress from Deontay Banks. Thibodeau has become a, a pretty good player, right? They lose Leonard Williams, and they you know, get better, seemingly. And now you hear rumblings, and I've heard this for a while, that Dable and Wink just do not get along. Yeah, I, I mean, we're all hearing the same things, right? But, I mean, how it sounds like Wink wants to stay. And can they, I mean, is it is it one of those situations where they don't get along and it's it's just because both are, you know, fiery competitors, but the the work environment is is good enough? I don't know. I mean, it sounds like they're going to have that conversation after the season, but I know before the season started, I mean, we were looking at this as a huge bonus for the Giants that they didn't lose either to these guys. Right. And, and now I sit here, and if you told me Kafka was to leave, I'd be like, okay, then, then he leaves. Wink, wink to me is the X factor. The defense is, is good and gotten better. You have some legitimate players you like there, and the system is good. And he's, he's, you know, should in theory, when you think about it, be almost like that second head coach on this team. And then you want to have a whole new defense heading into year three with Dable? I don't want any part of that. No, I wouldn't either. Especially, you know what the other thing, too, is when you hear, when you hear really good players talk about how difficult it is to play against Wink's defense. Like what Matthew Stafford was saying about Wink's defense. Right. So, I mean... There is a level of respect there. Dude, Giants have 19 takeaways in the last seven games. Didn't they not have a takeaway for like four or five games this season? 19 of the last seven. But don't you remember that? Like to start the yeah. season, we're like, at what point do they get a takeaway? And now all they do is turn over the opposition? I'm not getting them now. And the other thing, too, with, with Brian Dable, especially if you draft a young kid, like this is, and RJ put this in his beautiful look ahead and his beautiful rundown for the show. Like, Brian Dable got this job because of what he did with Josh Allen in Buffalo. That's right. So let's let's do that with whatever quarterback that you decide to draft. Well, that's why I still have complete confidence. Because when you look at what he's done with all these different guys, with uh, Josh Allen, check. With Daniel Jones, check. With Tyrod Taylor, check. With Tommy DeVito, check. Every quarterback that he's worked with has, has gotten better. I think even Trubisky, right? Wasn't Trubisky with Buffalo? Yeah. And and Trubisky, remember that? It was like, oh, he's he's not so bad anymore. Well, that Brian Dable, all these guys. Yeah, he kind of went to he kind of went to Buffalo to rehab himself and try to get another job. Yeah, I don't disagree with you, but that's a, I mean, that's it's why he got the job. It's one of his strengths. So if you feel like this year the offensive, you know, offensive side of the ball has lacked, and part of that was because he wasn't calling the plays, and now he's you know another year as you know, I get it. Like when early on you're you're start at start out as a head coach. I mean, it's probably hard to you know focus on calling plays and trying to do everything else you have to do as a head coach. Which, like, we'll hire an offensive coordinator, he'll call the plays and take some of that off my plate. We'll obviously game plan together and he'll show me. But now he's going into what? This is year three for his, as a head coach. So now you know what being a head coach is about. Now maybe this is time where he feels like he can do both, be the head coach and also call plays. Maybe, which I think no Giants fan would be upset about. None. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. How many games have any juice this weekend for you? Not, uh, not how many a games ton. have juice? I yeah. Think the, I think Saturday's got juice. So Steelers need to win, right? So that's one. Yep. Houston, Houston Indies, that's just a big football game. That's a huge football game, yeah. Jets, Patriots, for, I mean, listen, for Jets fans, maybe for Patriots fans, for draft picks, all that stuff. But as far as playoff implications, zero juice. Uh, yeah, of course, zero juice. Browns, the only, Bengals. The only reason this thing has juice is because, I mean, if you're a Patriots fan, a Jets fan, nationally, it's because it could be Belichick's last. Right, but I'm, I'm saying as far as playoff implications. When I say, when I say let, me, let me remedy what I said. When I say juice, I mean... Playoff implications. How many games do you watch with playoff implications? So I will. Can I can I say something though quickly? Just yeah, to, you can because we have four hours. Right. Well, to your point earlier about how like the the NFL and you know when you started ranking your sports, like if the Mets aren't involved, maybe you're not as involved in Major League Baseball. Whatever. It's funny because with the NFL, you say juice. I could find juice in every. It's like you're search, like you're you're right. desperately trying to find juice or storylines because you know I'm gonna watch it, so I gotta I'm gonna try to find some reason to watch it. No, I I get that, and I'll have every game on as well. But I mean, Browns Bengals couldn't have less from like you, you got I don't Jeff Driscoll starting and Cincinnati's yeah. done, and it just, there's and Cincinnati Cleveland's usually a game that's you know a, kind of a big game. There's nothing there. Well, yeah, you're talking about. I mean, you're hoping to see Deshaun Watson in that defense going up against Joe Burrow and right and all the Bengals' weapons. Um, Jaguars, Titans, Jaguars need to win that game. If the, if I mean, and the numbers come down. You see, the number on that is three and a half now. Numbers three and a half, yeah. Um, Falcons, I see a lot of people. Ta- I actually see a lot of people taking the Titans after the whole uh, Mike Vrabel swearing at the reporter, losing sucks. Yeah, that's he why didn't he didn't want to lose win. that game. No, of course not. No one wants to lose any of these games. Well, I think I think some don't mind losing. I don't think anybody wants to lose. I think some don't mind losing. I think others, it, it crushes them. I think Mike Vrabel does not, like, actively wants to win. Yeah, I think losing really affects him. Uh, Atlanta, New Orleans. I guess I guess both teams have a chance, right? New Orleans. No, that's a big game. Yeah, is it really, though? 
Yeah, if for some reason, if some reason the Bucks mess up, if the Bucks mess up, shame on them. Yeah, no kidding, Dave. Well, I mean, you say if the Bucks mess up, if the if, if you're Baker Mayfield and you can't go into Carolina and beat the two and fourteen Panthers, shame on you. I agree, hundred percent. I mean, I, there are a lot of people, like including my father in law, who loves the Bucks that that completely trust them right now. No. Like he was, he thought for sure they're going to take care of business at, yeah. at home against New Orleans. That crushed me too. And they played like crap. I, I couldn't believe it. So yeah. So I don't know. And being a fantasy football champion this week, now you just kind of put your feet up and and you just watch many of the games. Yeah, which in the grand scheme of things is is good for you, but is it really though? No, I I love having the juice with the games. Yeah, but you'd also like your teams involved in some of these games that actually have meaning. Of course, I haven't had feeling with the Giants since the Monday night game. Dude, my team hasn't made the playoffs in 13 seasons. That's amazing. The, the, Alex is 13 and a half. The last time the Jets made the postseason, he was like five months old. Ugh. That's, what a, I'm say, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, I, you know how much I hate to lose. You yes. know, I, I can't stand it. It's right. like the vein of my existence. I don't care what it is. It doesn't Did you matter. Say the vein? The vein of my existence. No, no, yeah. no. The, the bane. Is that what it is? Bane? I think RJ? It's definitely the bane? Yes, like the Batman villain. Really? Is that is that the ve- the vein of your existence? I could have sw- All right, so I learned something new today. I thought it was uh, maybe vein spelled differently. Wait, wait, you, you thought it was adopted the dark. It is the bane? Yes. Oh, wow. Maybe I'm not that smart. I mean, I, I think like, Harvard might call right now. I've been saying it people. I've been saying it wrong my whole life. The, no one's ever corrected me. Well, thank God for me. Thank Otherwise, you. you'd spend the next 50 years saying the vein of my existence and people would be looking <laughs> side-eyes at each other. <laughs> you mean your aorta? Uh, RJ, do you look at him differently right now? Uh, you should. I don't know that I can. I, I mean, after what I after what I pulled yesterday with the pronunciation of the uh, the Jets kicker. Greg Zerloin. Yeah, that's, that's not what you want. <laughs> the phrase bane of my existence refers to a person, thing, or situation that causes continuous irritation frustration wow. or unhappiness thank you it's guys. that thorn in your side that seems to persistently poke at you making life difficult and seemingly unbearable all right good all right bane bane the bane, bane. yes all right i got that now okay well anyway um so i hate losing right should have just said the thorn in my side is <laughs> been easier. you could have yes could've we would never know that would have been a lot less fun if you did though <laughs> embarrassing myself now am i the only one that heard him say the vein of the like, like the vein what? of my existence no. <laughs> oh, erase that i said it i said uh, it out loud as soon as he said, did he say vein it's like yeah. the vein of my existence before i even finished the sentence you had you had started turning it around on now him, do so. you respect that i did or do you think as a co-host I, I should i should let that go no i expected you to i expected you so i it's it's not respect lost or gained it's just, you know You've you've established yourself. You're that guy now. So if you hadn't, I would be disappointed in you. But if I if I didn't, here's the question: how how good friends and teammates are you guys? If I didn't say anything, would you guys have just let it slide, or would somebody at some point have popped on and be like, "The vein"? No, we 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 would have addressed it at some point. Whether now whether it was on air or off air, I couldn't tell you, but we would have addressed it at some. RJ, point. RJ, were you horrified by it? I was perplexed. <laughs> I, but, but 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 I, I thought maybe that I thought maybe it, it, see when someone says it so convincingly, yeah, it's, right, it's right. like the vein of my existence. You're like, am I doing it wrong? Maybe I maybe it's me. You know, it's funny you say that because as I jumped him, I was like, oh oh god, please please let it be Bane. 
because could you imagine if I jump him I, I was, and he's like, I'm Harvard. I know it's vain. And we look it up and it's like many people think it's vain, but in fact, it is vain of my existence. I'd feel horrible. Uh, I blame the last two years of high school for this one. The vain. What did, what did you think? It was like, like, oh, you think darkness is your ally. Uh, what are, no one's ever corrected me. Well, Seriously, I just I just, I you, just looked up. No one's been walking around life and like you are the vein of my existence. And people, how yeah. often how often have you used the phrase? Uh, and it's not like something I use every day, but I think I've definitely used it before. No one's ever said anything to me. We, I don't have good enough friends from a world of embarrassment. I'm questioning everything now. I, did, did you say you saved him from a world of embarrassment? Yeah, you pointed that it out. Might here. be a bit strong. I think this is probably the the last place that you would want to point it out if you wanted to save me. No, from imagine like in the future he's on a job interview to be like the GM of an NHL team. And he's like, you know what the vein of my existence is? And they're like, the vein of your existence. Yeah, see, but he's the he's the GM at that point. People may just no. not correct them. No, I'm he's not. The, I'm actually speaking the to the owner to get hired. Ah, the but maybe process. I say it with maybe I say it with such confidence that he's like, well, I think he's right. Maybe I'm. You, wrong. you know what? Imagine you say it and people hear it, and now people take it and run with it, and you go somewhere and you hear someone say like, yeah, you know what the vein of my existence you know, actually you know, is? You know, like <laughs> you're you're that trendsetter that makes this a popular phrase. That's power. That's power. Make people change words on you. you know what so what is, is like, the vein of your existence? You don't like losing? You know what this is like, though? What? Where it's like you always used to correct me when I used to say I could, I could, uh, I could care less. I could care less. I could but now that's less, accept- right. it's acceptable now. It's acceptable, but still very wrong. Right, but so maybe now vein of my existence is acceptable. I make it acceptable. Not, not by me. It's not, the fir- it's not the first time he's done this. It also happened with... What is it, fish? Yeah, fish. <laughs> At least that time he was asking. But that's that that's that's street legal now. Right, but there was there was uncertainty. Fish <laughs> is that fish? What is it? Fish? No, it's that fish is not what people say. It's fish. No, but I think it's acceptable now. I've never heard one person on the street like you mentioned, RJ, say fish. Oh, I'm joggling. <laughs> <laughs> that's another good one. Oh, why do I put myself through this? Well, Miller, Kansas. Lamos, most? Kansas, mice, no. state. <laughs> Uh, easy, RJ. Cam Ward went to Washington and Washington State. All right, relax. Oh, you yelled at me when I pointed that out. Well, because I knew why you pointed it out. No, VC. Jimmer. <laughs> okay, let's have some more fun. All right, right so I'm going to cuddle, start, tra- uh, oh. marry, uh, done with the Jets. <laughs> I'm having a great time. Oh God. Anyway, um, what were you the, saying? The bane of my existence, which is yeah. losing. Um, I, I couldn't tell you. Like, as much as I hate losing, I don't know what it would be like to have gone through as one of the defensive players on the Jets, what it would be like week to week now, having lived through this in back-to-back seasons. I'd want to believe that it wouldn't matter. Like, I'm just going to go out there, I'm going to do whatever it takes. But at some point, it's like... Well, I I get maybe not giving... I I don't know. The whole thing is weird to me. You'd think they'd give the same effort. I, I get, you know, maybe not being that top flight defense... But having watched them the last three games, they've it, it feels like they've kind of quit. Yeah, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's necessarily quit, but it's oh, definitely oh, up and it's definitely up in the level that everyone expected. Let go of the rope. Yeah, I just what I don't like is that you can't lose. It's like I mean, it's funny because Ty will be texting me back and forth during these Jets games. It's like we you just can't. You and Ty are very chatty together. Well, both Jets fans. It's like I mean, it's. Like the game against Miami on Black Friday, we went through whole, this whole thing how we wanted to be the team. 
to play the first Black Friday game, and then maybe we would be the team as we move forward that would always have the Black Friday game. And of course, we can't just lose to Miami. That's <laughs> no, awful. You, we you have had to, to play in that game that you'll remember for the rest of your life. Right. It's like it's always something. It's Joe Flacco lights us up, of all people. And that's with and that's with Noah Mari Cooper and Elijah Moore gets hurt. Right. And he lights us up. Well, you, you think the one guy you would, would want to slow down in that game would be Njoku, and, they, and he went bananas. Right. Well, was, dude, did the same thing with Miami, though. And that's another reason why people are so pissed off at Robert Sala. It's like uh, there's no Tyree kill. Hey, let's not let J- Jalen Waddle kill us. And he's running amok. Killed you. And, he, and, he, and that guy's never healthy. So, I mean, I don't know. It's just it, it's, this season well, it's can't, it can't end well, quick enough for me. It, it's over. It's over. Uh, Bane, a cause of great distress or annoyance. Yeah, see, I looked. I, if you look up Vein of my existence, it pops up Bane of my existence. Really? You can't even get to Vein. No, when you click on it, yeah. All right. Well, you know what? You learned something today. If nothing else, if the rest of the show is a complete disaster, you've learned something today. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. You want to get to a couple calls or you want to hear from some of the Giants particulars? Ooh, uh, let's take a couple calls. Okay, let's do that. 1-800-919-3776. Danny Centerport. Good morning, Danny. You're on 98.7 ESPN. Good morning, guys. Appreciate the call and taking it as always. Listen, you know, you just brought up a point and, you know, during the year, you, you guys both know how, how hard I root and I've lost my edge, right? I've lost my edge because my passion to really get involved. I listen every day. is just gone a little bit. And, and to me, and Rick, I do want to ask you a question after I make my point, but to me, that's exactly what has happened to this defense, okay? No, they haven't been great. Though. I just feel like they've, they've lost that edge, that passion, because they know it's, it's basically over. And I'm not giving them a pass on it because they shouldn't, but I just feel like that, that, that's what's happened here with this defense. You know, as far as expectations, you guys talked about it, Dave. You know, expectations for me are the same, and again, just my opinion, same exact as what they were this year for next year, right? Because other than the fact that we realize that Hackett may not be the coach that we thought we 
we, we were getting in an offensive coordinator. Nothing has changed, right? Aaron still has not run this offense. We haven't gotten we haven't gotten to see it. So the expectations for me have to be the same as they were this year. And I never preached from the high heaven saying Super Bowl or bust. To me, I wanted to be a presentable team, a playoff team, bring a winning culture here, and actually show that we're a legit organization and it didn't happen because, again, we're a laughing stock. So to me, get me in the playoffs, give me contention, get me to a divisional round or something like that, and, and it's, a, it's, it's a success next year. Yes, would Super Bowl be great? Yes, of course it would. And could it happen? Yes, it could if they do the right things in the offseason. But just give me, give me a reason to, to continue to call you guys and have passion and, and, and want to be involved. Because right now, just like I said to start, my edge is gone. And it, you guys know it. I called every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah, I haven't, heard, I, haven't, I haven't had that desire because that edge is gone, man. And, and that's what's happened to this thing. Rick, I got one question for you because I agree with you. I don't want to lose. I'm not built to lose. This thing is in my blood and I don't want to lose. But answer this question for me, Rick. Would you want to win this game, okay, which we already know drops us down in a, in a draft in, a, in the draft board, which, okay, whatever. It, that's not the biggest and worst thing. But I'm so concerned about the icing on this cake Sunday, losing one or two of our dynamic players to injury. I spoke to Bart and Han yesterday, and I said, in my heart of hearts, I would sit the five or six impact players that make up our team right now this Sunday, bring in a couple of guys from the practice squad, play a second stringer, don't go out and try to lose. Maybe you find the diamond in the rough, okay? But I do not want to see Garrett Wilson out there and Hall out there and Quinn and Williams, uh, even Jermaine Johnson, Pittman. I don't want to see these guys on the field because the icing on the cake for me right now for this miserable season would would win this game and get an injury. So that's my question to you, Rick. Would you rather lose this game, right, Okay, because winning, beating the Patriots means nothing at this point. I don't want to hear the 15, 16 losses. We both think it doesn't matter at this point. So do we win the game and lose a dynamic player or two to a serious injury? Or do, or, or do, we, do we lose the game and, and maybe find a diamond in rough and get out of this season unscathed with, with nobody of our key players getting injured? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, that would uh, – that obviously, I mean, if you lose – I mean, if – God forbid something like that happened. That would, yeah, that would be, be the worst case scenario, right? It'd be devastated. There's a bunch of different reasons, though, I mean, with this game. But it's because it's, it's a meaningless game. You're not playing for anything. The only thing you're playing for is pride and the fact that the Patriots have beaten you 15 straight games. Well, that, but that matters. In the grand scheme of things, it doesn't. Well, I think to Robert in the Sala, moment it, it does. matters. I don't think Robert Saul is going into this game saying, all right, Garrett, Brees, Quinnen, you got enjoy the day. I'm going to play other guys. No, I understand, but you also have to keep your eye on the bigger prize, which is... This season is shot. We punted on it. They did. They punted on the season. They they, they did nothing. I get it. So I mean, why now? What? Not, so we I'm, can. I mean, I'm, you don't. You, I have nine months off. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna give Garrett Wilson the game off. No, no, no. I'm not saying. I'm not saying give them the game off. But I don't think they're gonna well, give guys the game off. I'm saying no. I I don't think they're gonna do that. But if God forbid you have to have one of these guys blow out a knee or something, have to spend the entire offseason rehabbing from a torn ACL or something stupid or an Achilles. Agree. Does Brees Hall need to carry the ball thirty-two times? No. Does Brees Hall need to play? I think yes. No, but the other thing too is: is does it matter if it's fifteen or sixteen? Don't you fully expect this Jets team next season to beat the Patriots? Well, I don't at know. least once. I don't. I expect well, I, them to I, beat them once this season. But they better. I. I, I agree. They better. Do, do I expect? Yeah. I mean, you, if, if you lose twice, if you lose twice in New England next year, I mean, forget it. Your season is done. Yeah. Something has gone horrendously wrong. wrong. Yeah. 
horrendously wrong. But that's going to be a good division next year. Buffalo's excellent. Miami is good. Very good. And New England, uh, I don't know. Yeah, you don't know, but it looks like they could have a new coach and a new quarterback that's right. a rookie. So, I mean, my, I fully intend on next season, if this thing goes you the way better. it's supposed to go, that they beat they, they beat New England at least once. You, I'll tell you what, you're right. You, you, you better. If you don't beat New England once next season, then forget it. Then what are we doing? Yeah, right. So what are we doing then? Uh, let's go to Dan in Jersey. Big day for Danny. Good morning. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Daddy. How are you guys today? We're doing great. Congratulations. The big 21 today, huh? Yeah. That's one. Thank you, guys. You going to Atlantic to City call. tonight where gambling is now legal for you? Um, No, I'm actually going out to a bar with, like, a golfing bar with my entire family. That's oh, like with simulators? Like a golf simulator bar? Yeah. Like oh, with Nana? You. I'm excited. Like, like with Soon what? Nana. Is Nana, is Nana going, Dan? Well, he said his whole family. Um, not... One side. So I still have my grandparents on one side. They are not going. Okay. Tonight. Okay. So my entire mom's side of the family is going tonight, which I'm excited about. Nice. Right. Congratulations, buddy. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. So I don't know. First of all, I wanted to say I just wanted to start my birthday. You guys are such a big part of my life. Ryu, Raymond, RJ, Rick, all of you guys. I love you guys so much. Like I love listening to the podcast because I don't normally get up this early. But thank you guys for everything you do for me. You guys are awesome. That's great. That means a lot, and thank you. And then, do you remember what happened on this day 21 years ago, Dave? I know RJ remembers it very well. Uh, What year? We were in 2403. Is this? It's. So that's It's the Niners Giants. This has got to be the Trey Junkin game. This is. Yes, this would be the trade. This this Wait. is the Trey Junkin game where the Giants had a thirty eight fourteen lead and and lost thirty nine thirty eight because of a blown pass interference call in the red zone or the Awful. end zone. It was right right at the goal line. Awful. Why do you bring that up, Dan? It, well, I wanted to know that how would your reaction be to the Giants losing a game like that and you having a kid on the exact same night? Having a kid on the exact same night. He's considering you his dad. <laughs> Baby Dan was I, I, no, 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 I think. No. Would you still be angry yeah, if the I, Giants lost yes. and you're having your firstborn yes. son? I, I think it would greatly diminish the anger, but I would still be upset by it, absolutely. I'd, I'd be thrilled that I had a new child. Thrilled. But, yeah, I would be, I'm would. i still angry about that game now. I'm furious. That game, I, and, and, in fact, I don't even want to discuss it, Dan. It's, it's very painful memories. Uh, I'm sorry to hear. Listen, I don't remember it, but that's just—it's just crazy. But so that, that, that was the day I, you were born. Yes. So your big Giants fans, your family—does do, your family look back on that as a great day or a, a rough day? Um, half and half. I will, so my the, my dad and my grandpa were watching the game in the uh, hospital, and it's thirty-eight fourteen. And my grandpa goes like goes somewhere. He goes to my dad. There's no way they lose this game. Say why? 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 Why would it? Why would anybody? Oh, why do you say have that? to say that? I don't understand. My my father in law does the same thing. Well, this well, is what's over. the why? point of saying stuff like Just that? Just wait. It, it it was very reminiscent of the brooms with the Rangers. Yeah, it's a fair point. And happy birthday, Dan. It, it's a fair Thank point. You I, guys. I don't know why anybody deems it necessary 
to say there's no way we can possibly lose this game now. Yeah, I don't get it. Like, why even tempt it? He's like, you believe in that? I'm like, yeah, I believe in that, so shut up. Well, please. But, but, but why, like, I don't even know that I believe in it, but why, why tempt fate and say anything like that? I don't know. Like, there's plenty of time when the game is over to have that, you know, peacocking moment, right? Yeah. I, that maybe to assure, like, in, like, make yourself feel better, like, more confident that this is over, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Very, very. very I strange. never say it, though. My wife does that sometimes. Oh, this is going great. We're not hitting. Any, there's no traffic. Well, there's a, and you guys have never heard. You guys have never heard this. And you know, this is a, this is a funny story actually. So Sherry and I, later that year, 2003, living together, Yankees Red Sox, ALCS. I hate the Yankees rooting for the Red Sox. Red Sox have that lead in Game Seven. Grady Little, they screw the whole thing up. And Sherry walks through, and I think it was like 4-1 or 5-1 Red Sox. And she goes, oh, this thing's over, huh? And I said, what's, what's the matter with you? Why would you say something like that? And she's like, well, because the, game, the game's over, right? And this was not my finest moment. After the game, for the next God knows how many months, I would just walk into a room and be like, hey, what's up, Jinx? And she, <laughs> she didn't appreciate that. I'm sure she loved that. Yeah, no, she, I, I know you find that hard to believe. She hated that. And would be like, don't call me Jinx. I'm like, well, that's what you are. Look what you did. You ruined everything. So when the Red Sox trailed 3 nothing the next year, she said, because it, it lasted a full year, I'd be walking to him, hey, Jinx, what's going on? Like, who's coming to the party? Me and the Jinx, right? Like, it would be like that. So Red Sox are up or down 3 nothing the next year. And she said, if the Red Sox come back and win this series, you can never, ever call me Jinx again. I said, deal. And they did, and I haven't. Yeah, I could imagine that would bother her more too, because she's like a uh, she's a legitimate athlete. That yeah, she wouldn't she like that jinx. very much. But why would you jinx something like that? Yeah, I don't know because she like, she obviously didn't think she was going to jinx it. Well, she did, and then she earned the nickname Jinx. Oh, I mean, I, how she puts up with you is amazing to me. <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, it's just been years and years of this too. Yeah, but 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 since two thousand four, I haven't said a word. Yeah, but you you called her Jinx for a whole year. Uh, yeah. Every, like, it, like I would just, uh, I would just be like, you want to go get some dinner tonight, Jinx? She'd be like, stop <laughs> doing that. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, uh, I have, I, I have more every day. My respect for Shelly grows. Yeah, every day. Your respect or your concern that she enables? I think both, but most, mostly respect. Okay, that's nice. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Wink Martindale. Let's hear from Wink. Do you expect to be back with the Giants next season? Do I expect to be back? I don't know why I wouldn't. You have those conversations after this last game, and you sit back and you can reflect, and you know you take the emotion out of it—the emotion, the grind, the stress of preparing every week—and you sit back and you know you talk things out. Say, here's where we're at. So you know, I think that that's natural in every on every team. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Like to me, this would be such an easy let's let's squash this thing immediately. Do you expect to be back? Of course. Well, I think he says. I mean, it, it, in his mind, yeah. I mean, he's kind of he's also I think creating the narrative. Like he wants to be back, and if he's not back, it's not going to be because of him. Yeah, I've actually heard that he wants to leave. Well, dude, I mean, it's so tough though. I mean, some of the things that he just mentioned, though, just the, the amount of stress and how much work is, how many hours you spend in the building. I, I can I can see how. You know, especially with, you know, alpha alpha males, how there could probably be some some friction, some tension, especially when things aren't going well. Like if you were if you were Brian Dable, would you have been pumped with how the defense started the season off? They looked awful. 
Right. I would have been pumped awful, either. Cardinals awful. Right. Terrible. So I can understand if there was some just some friction, some tension. But I think at the at the end of the day, Wink is really good at what he does. They had they've had success. I mean, especially the first year. I mean, you look at what they're doing now. I mean, there's some some young players that you really like. Do you want to change the system? I think it comes down to does does the relationship or maybe lack of relationship affect you know affect both coaches' abilities to do their job. I mean, it, is it something that they can deal with or something they can't? Um, he was asked, "Do things have to change between you and the head coach?" No, I think that it's all football related, you know. So I think that, like I said, they just we'll have those conversations. Do you believe you guys okay. can still have a healthy working yeah, relationship sure. moving forward? Sure, sure, always can. All right. Well, we'll see. I mean, I, I wonder if, if uh, the Maris have to come in and throw a little more money in, at the situation. Um. Well, I don't even know if it's that. I mean, it's just that I think there's also probably certain ways that each guy envisions winning, right? Like how how the offensive you know game plan or play calling affects you know affects Wink's ability to do his job too. Kind of like what we deal with, like when you know why you would hire an offensive minded head coach as opposed to a defensive minded head coach, right? Like the defensive guys have a certain way that they want to win because they know what you know an offense throwing the ball all over the place. Turning the ball over does to their defense, so there's a certain way that they want to win, and I'm sure there's a certain way that Brian Dable, as an offensive guy, envisions winning. Well, I'll tell you what; it makes it a whole heck of a lot harder on Wink in the defense if the offense stinks, and it's the same thing with the Jets. Like you can't have the offense just not be able to move the football, right? A hundred percent. So that would create—I'm sure—that would create some some interesting back and forth. Do you think there's any? The Giants can't just bring everybody back, though, right? They have to make some changes. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta think too. The offensive line stuff, like, there's something has to. The offense hasn't been good. Um, I don't. Know, I just, I know that, I know that Wink is really good at what he does. I would hate to see just like they, they can't get along be the reason why he has to leave. Uh, let's go to Matt in Albany. Say good morning. Hi, Matt. Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for being on every day. Love listening when I get a chance. Well, we love that you made the call. What's going on? Uh. You know, I've uh, tried to discuss with a couple of buddies at work, but uh, it just feels like our offensive line, even our backups, are probably the worst in the league. And I'm just curious what you guys think about what the Giants are going to do to, I guess, you know, have better backups on the team when we got guys like Thomas go down. I mean, Matt Pert hasn't done anything. and they had Yeah, you're not going to replace Andrew Thomas, though, buddy. Yeah, but you could have someone who's at least decent. Yeah, I know you say that, but you're still you're still talking about like the anchor of your line. Oh, I get it. I, I completely agree. But you don't need to go from ninety five to five. You could go from like ninety five to sixty. No. Yeah, probably, yeah, but still, like when that. you look at like I mean, what is as good as San Francisco is? It's clearly a downgrade when Trent Williams doesn't uh, play. But I'm not. Argu- Thanks for the call, Matt. I'm not arguing that when you lose Andrew Thomas, there's a huge drop off. When you go from Andrew Thomas to Matt Pert, I mean that you, it's got to be better. Than that. Well, I think the line in general, though, like, I mean, if, if Andrew Thomas goes down, if you have a, like, if Evan Neal's not so bad at right tag, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's, it's the whole group. It's a, it's a, ama- it's, a, you know, what's amazing to me that the Giants have attempted to fix the offensive line for years and can't do it. And what makes it even more amazing is the Jets have tried to do the same thing and equally can't do it. It really is. I mean, it's. I mean, it's look, a hard. Look at the investments in these offensive lines. I get it. Listen, it's a hard. It's a hard position to draft now. And on top of that, I mean, look at 
Look at what Kansas City did with their line, with their tackle situation. They thought they fixed. They didn't fix it. Their tackles stink. Well, he's. I mean, I could have told you that. Was it Donovan Smith? He's lousy. I know, but they also have. But it, I mean, it's not as. It's not maybe as notice. It's noticeable for sure, but it's not as um, disruptive because Patrick Mahomes is the quarterback. It's not as disruptive, but that offense is nowhere near what they were. I know, but it's functional. It's not the worst in the NFL. Is my Correct. point. Like it's it's it becomes glaring when the quarterback stinks too, and the right. offensive coordinator stinks too. That's right. And as bad as their offensive line is, the quarterback has still been healthy all season long, which both of these locals haven't had. Yeah, right. And you sprinkle in they got Travis Kelsey and everything else, but I mean, it's just yeah. I don't. It doesn't make much sense that it's it's especially with the Giants how much. They've actually put into trying to fix the offensive line. Well, remember, like Will Hernandez was was a early second round pick. Andrew Thomas was picked fourth, right? John Michael Schmitz was an early second round pick. Evan Neal was a, a high first round pick. They signed Glowinski, right? It's just like how is Matt Pert was, I think, a third round pick. How is it so bad? I dude, and then to watch, I mean, to watch what Cleveland's been able to do, right? Cleveland's on like their third left tackle. So maybe a lot of it, maybe some of it's coaching too. You gotta I, look at that. I a hundred percent agree with that. I think a lot of it is coaching. So you you ask what needs to be fixed, what needs to be changed. Let's start with that. Metropolitan Entertainment welcomes Tool to Madison Square Garden for two nights: Friday, January twelfth; Saturday, January thirteenth. ESPN New York has your chance to score tickets at ESPNNewYork.com or on the ESPN New York app. Scroll down to contest, submit your entry. Brought to you by Metropolitan Entertainment. Tool tickets on sale right now at Ticketmaster.com. We take a break. We come back. More Giants, more Jets. Little Mets sprinkled in as well. It's DNR with you on 98.7 ESPN. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facilities safe and your people even safer. Call or click Granger.com or just stop on by and say hello. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN New York app. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.